episode 50 of Better. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad you've joined in today. As I'm recording, we are nearing the end of the year 2019. I can hardly believe it. It's gone by so fast. And I don't know what your year has been like, but I do hope and pray that your year ends well, that you finish it well. That's exactly what today's episode is all about, finishing well. Now, regardless if you're listening to this at the end of the year or the beginning or middle of the year, we should always strive to finish well at whatever we set out to do. I love the scripture in Ecclesiastes 7, verse 8. It says this, finishing is better than starting. Oh man, that's good. Let me say it again. Finishing is better than starting. See, we can start all we want. We can start a hundred different projects, but if we don't finish what we've started, really, what good is it? So let's take a look at what finishing well really means. Finishing well means not giving up. It means keeping the right attitude along the way. Oh, did I really say that? (laughs) It means treating others well while you're getting there, while you're getting to where you're going. It means making it through the thick and thin. It means staying focused and pressing on until the end. In order to finish well before any of that, guess what? There's one major thing that you can't leave out that you got to do. And you know what that is? You got to start. Simply, you have to start. Arthur Ashe said, begin while others are procrastinating. Work while others are wishing. Now, procrastination, we know that can keep us from starting. You know why? Because it makes it makes everything seem too big, too hard. Oh man, it'll it'll take too long. I don't have everything I need to see my desired re- results. Procrastination will keep you from starting, which will keep you from finishing. Let me tell you something, folks. You can do more than you think. I remember when my kids were younger, whether I was writing an article for a monthly magazine that I wrote for, or whether I was preparing to speak somewhere, let me tell you something. There weren't really ideal times to start working on those articles or start working on what I was going to speak for that particular event. I remember at times having all my material on the ground. I was studying. I had kids running all around me. (laughs) Sometimes they would crawl on me while I was working. The point is, and all the mamas will, will identify with this, I rarely found times to be alone. Hello, I have five kids. (laughs) You know what I did? I had to make the most of what I had. I could sit there all day long and wish I had time to myself. It could have been my excuse. And you know what? It was the truth. I had to make the choice to find a way. Ooh, listen to me, y'all. I had to make the choice to find a way in the midst of all I had going on to do what I needed to do. And then you know what? I had to keep a good attitude while doing it. And can I just tell you, I wouldn't change that for the world. Some of my best stories came from those real-life experiences. And to this day, I think I do my best work when noise is all around me. You know why? I learned to think in the middle of noise. I learned to write in the middle of what sometimes was chaos. Y'all, I can tune out distractions like nobody's business. (laughs) 
And you know, no one will ever know what I went through to get to the finished product. And that's okay. The key is, I finished. And I realized this, and I want you mamas especially to hear this. I realized that God didn't give me my kids to sacrifice what he had placed in my heart. No, he gave me the grace that I've needed to accomplish what he has placed in my heart. And he's also given me the ability to do it without losing my mind. (laughs) See, I could make every excuse in the world of why I couldn't do something. But I stopped focusing on the excuses and I began to focus on the results. What am I saying? You can do it. Stop thinking of everything you have to have in order to start what you need to start. Just begin. And then work when it's difficult. Work when things aren't ideal. Make the ideal situation with what you have to work with. See, when you put feet to your faith, it's amazing what you can accomplish. And you know, there will always be an excuse. You will find yourself always wishing there was more time in a day or, man, you wish you had money to start that business or the list can go on and on and on. Let me encourage you. Start where you are with what you have. You got this. You can do this thing. That dream that's on the inside of you that you think is buried and clouded by kids and dirty diapers and work and bills and college payments, Lord have mercy, and everything else. I challenge you to sit down and simply start working towards it. Even if it's just five minutes a day, just begin. And then every single day, work towards the finish line. Listen, a little progress each day leads to results. A little progress each day leads to the finish line. Even if you're starting small, you're still starting Admiral William H. McRaven was a Navy SEAL for three years. In a speech that he gave to a university, to the the graduating class, I believe it was the University of Texas, he said this, Every morning in basic SEAL training, my instructors, who at the time were all Vietnam veterans, would show up in my barracks room, and the first thing they would inspect was your bed. If you did it right, the corners would be square. The covers pulled tight, the pillow centered just under the headboard, an extra blanket folded neatly at the foot of the bed. It was a simple task, mundane at best, but every morning we were required to make our bed to perfection. It seemed a little ridiculous at the time, particularly in light of the fact that we were aspiring to be real warriors, tough, battled, hardened seals. But the wisdom of this simple act has proven to me many times over. If you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride, and it will encourage you to do another task, and another, and another. By the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you will never do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made, that you made. 
and a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. Ah, I love that. If you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. In other words, y'all, start little. Take charge of the little things in life, the seemingly insignificant, mundane things. Focus on the task at hand. And don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. Don't just start strong. Finish strong. 1 Corinthians says this, You've all been to the stadium and seen the athletes race. Everyone runs. One wins. Run to win. All good athletes train hard. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You're after that one that's gold eternally. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No sloppy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it, and then missing out myself. Oh, that's good. That's from the Message Bible. Listen, folks, don't don't sit around and wait. You didn't come this far to come this far. What am I saying? Write the book. Start the business. Go back to school. Become the nurse. Get your degree. Start being healthy and stay being healthy. Do new things. Start each day with a positive attitude and finish each day with a grateful heart. Do what you can with the time you have today. Life is what you make it. And remember, the only way to finish well is to start. So here's to new beginnings.